What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the cart, we have Ian back in the studio. What's up? It's your boy. We're going to be talking about Katara and the Pirate Silver. We are your hosts. I am Austin. I am Ian. And I'm Ricky, and this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. So, uh, Ian, how was Albuquerque? I'm supposed to go to Hawaii, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I've heard about that trail. You go to Albuquerque to get to Hawaii. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I've definitely heard that that... Through the secret tunnel. Through the se- <laughs> secret tunnel. <laughs> I can't remember the rest, but then it goes something like this. <laughs> I don't know the route, but it's going to be back. Going to be back. Thanks for uh, Joss and, and uh, AJ for holding it down for me. Yeah, apparently you could tell that AJ and I were brothers. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> apparently, I shot him down a couple times. It was a fun one, though. Yeah, that it was, was a really one. fun episode. I liked having the guests on. And it's something we'll do in the future. Hopefully, maybe we'll get a fourth mic and it can be four of us plus a, or three of us plus a guest. The dope. Um, last week, you know, our schedules didn't quite line up. But, hey, we're all back here today, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And you may have noticed uh, this morning as you clicked on today's podcast that there is a, an addition to the name on the podcast. We decided to not necessarily do a rebrand, but just kind of add a little bit more specificity to the name of the podcast. So going forward, this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast, all things Avatar. Yeah, and really we just wanted – we're still going to call it the Cabbage Cart Podcast. We right. just wanted to put Avatar somewhere in the name, you know. Just, just so people at a glance know what it is. Right. You oh, know? Yeah, this is Avatar. Okay, I get it. Yeah, because unless you're like – Cabbage Cart, that's a that's – a... <laughs> well, we made the joke when we first started the podcast because we had some listeners in Belgium, and we're like, "Oh, they probably think it's about cabbages." <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we need to be a little bit more specific. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. do they change? Is that what they do in Albuquerque, New Mexico, too? Just cabbage stuff? I don't, <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. We were like hot air balloons. I don't know. Uh, you know, chili peppers. A lot of chili, <laughs> lot of chili peppers. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, we spoke about the Legend of Korra Steelbooks a couple weeks ago. A couple ago. weeks ago, yeah. And uh, we have them here in studio today. I was able to snag a copy uh, at Best Buy of all, all uh, places. What was your first impression when you picked it up and opened it? Well, uh, in all transparency, um, I actually didn't find it. I had uh, my employee. He, he was at Best Buy and he found it. Oh, and, nice. And uh, I was like, yeah, pick that shit up. Pick it up. So when he when he brought it to me, I was surprised at how big it was. I didn't realize it was going to be as as wide as it is. It's as, it's bigger than the the uh, Lord of the Rings extended edition Blu-ray set. Um, it's four books, or I'm sorry, it's, yeah, four books, four steel books. Um, and by steel book, we mean that the case in which the, the Blu-rays in. hit or or sit in are are literally they're they're aluminum. Yeah, they're aluminum. Yeah. And it, and they got some dope artwork on the front and back, dude. Yeah, they have. <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. They have uh, interchangeable uh, like artwork basically on each one. You can change it out the the screen on the front to to change what you want to see. You got Korasami, 
What about you got? You got what? I've got a Cora looking at herself through the veil. Like that's season, in uh, season two. Th- that's the one episodes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have the one where uh, Aang is touching Korra on the Give, head. Giving her back yeah. her bending. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. at the yep. end of season one. And what's yep. the other one? The the last uh, the, the last one is, is uh, Korra in the Avatar state. Oh, with Rava on her with, chest? With Rava on her chest, yeah. That's, oh, that's the that's cover. That's the cover, yeah. When you, when you pick it up, that's, that's what you see on the front. Well, like you were saying earlier, it's really cool that you could put any of these on the front and, and have, like, you can change the artwork yeah, out it, as you it, want. It, it, yeah, because there's a window on the front of the box, and we'll, and we'll post more pictures of this on socials uh, as we'll say episode drops to g- give you a better idea of what this all looks like. The Captain Card Podcast on Instagram. That's right, and uh, I mean, how much did you pay for these? So it was on sale for eighty bucks. It's a uh, bit steep. It's a bit steep. Um, I, I it was ninety dollars. It was on sale for ten dollars off at Best Buy. Um, yeah, I don't know. The it first impressions it. It's uh the box that it comes with is is a little flimsy. I'll be honest with you. Uh, for eighty bucks, I would I expected a little bit more. Maybe not cardboard. I, I don't know. I think if they would have made the the case that holds them all together, aluminum as well, it would have sent it over the top. <laughs> it would have sent it over the top. Have Have you ever seen the like the Matrix uh, collector's edition? Well, yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's yeah. like a whole plastic piece, and and you can like pull each disc out, and and it's nice and closed. It's it's its own thing. I feel like if you have kids, you're gonna they're gonna pull this out, and they're gonna like toss the the box, and you're gonna be stuck with like four aluminum steel books. Steel books. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, it is a. It's definitely, definitely, definitely a collector's piece. It, it's an, it's an art piece. It, yeah. It, honestly. Okay. Because the 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 front window, you you put whatever book you want to. You got Korasami, uh, the Avatar State, and then on on the on the opposite sides of the steel books, you have this like this evolution of uh, Korra bending each element, and it just kind of flows from one to another. So all these kind of uh, art elements to the to the the series, the collector's edition. So and each book has, or each you know season book, whatever you want to call them, right has. The version of Korra in that season on the cover of the Steelbook, yeah, which right, is cool right. on the on the back of it when the when she's flowing through the the different elements, it's it's Korra from that season, yeah. So and uh, real quick, let's just go over what you actually get in the Steelbook, uh, the special the special feature. Yeah. So on on the back, I had I haven't watched it yet because I haven't really had time to do it. Yeah, flying back from Albuquerque and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, you drove there. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> we right. made you drive. Sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> in a fiat <laughs> so the special features you get audio commentaries uh creator's favorite scenes uh animatics kindred spirits tenzin's family uh inside the book of spirits the retelling of cora's journey the spirits of an episode featurettes new york comic-con panel featurette Ooh. the making of a legend the untold story and more so it seems like there's some short stories some Reversion, like reversions of stories, as well as behind the scenes co- uh, creator right. comments and stuff right, like that. Right. right? Yeah. So I, I'm once I start watching it, I'm I'm curious if if like the creators gonna talk about the struggles that they've had. Yeah, they're just the, ripping apart rip, Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. <laughs> we wanted to do this, but <laughs> but you know Nickelodeon, and, and we have no ill feelings towards them, and they just like stare into the <laughs> stare into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Zooms in all slow. No hard feelings. Like, a, like an office episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just break the fourth wall. 
So yeah, uh, once I start diving into this and and seeing all the special features, uh, my opinion on this might change. Um, at face value, at eighty bucks is pretty steep for the for for what you get. Um, I just picked up the Lord of the Rings Blu-ray edition, and it it gives you fifteen discs for the same price. for the same price, uh, and you get a lot more uh, special features. So I don't know if you're a true collector, I'd say pick it up. If you don't have it on Blu-ray already. Go ahead and pick it up. If you like art pieces, go ahead and pick it up. But if you just want the Cora Blu-ray discs, probably not worth the eighty because uh, you can get the full yeah, for like thirty, for like half the price, yeah, thirty, yeah. forty bucks. Yeah. If you if you just want the discs, right? If you, ju- if you just want to own, if you're scared that that Paramount Plus is going to pull the Cora at any point in time, uh, go ahead and pick up the the cheaper version. Or if you can get this on sale for less than what I got it for, then pick it up then. <laughs> um, if I didn't have the podcast here uh, or even have a, a, a collectible shop, I probably would not have picked this up. So Yeah, well, I'm glad you did because it is a cool piece it's, for us to is, have. As it a, is a cool as, piece. As an Avatar podcast, it's a cool piece to have. It's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a cool art piece. And like I said, if I once I get in, into the special features, it, my opinion might change. So We'll revisit it we'll then. Revisit. Yeah, that'll yep. be cool. Yep. Um, is there any other news though, Ricky? Or? No, there was no. Uh, we kind of went over that steel book in replacement for our regular news segment because there wasn't really anything this week to uh, touch on, not as far as I know. Um, so that being said, let's get into the topic of today's discussion, mm-hmm. which is going to be Katara and the Pirate Silver. Now, <clears throat> we wanted to do this. We did an episode about uh, Toff's Metal Bidding Academy. Go listen to that. I believe it's episode, what, 16? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, so I think naturally we're going to be comparing this book to Top's Metal Bending Academy just because um, it's the same. It's a standalone story by itself. Dives into obviously Katara is the the main character in this episode comic. You know, Katara alone. Katara alone. No, nah, well, because it dives into it, there's a subplot right. with yeah. Aang, Sokka, and well, and Toph. the main distinction between this and Toph's MBA is that this actually takes place during the show. During the show, correct, yeah. correct. Season, season two, after I think the, it's directly after. after the episode that Aang learns earthbending. Yes, because oh, okay. they yes. they they say that in the book. Like <clears throat> Toph says, "Weren't you stuck in a hole talking to Sokka?" That's which right. is which yeah. is the the earthbending episode. I could have swore it was it was like after the drill. But maybe I read into that wrong. No, because they haven't reached Bossing Say yet. They're going to Bossing Say. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, yes. and they yes. talk about that too when they're talking to the Fire Nation guy. They're like, "Don't you think Bossing Say would just let you guys in?" That's so right. it's not quite yet. So yeah, I think you're right, Ricky. Right after she, right after Aang uh, learns Earthbending from Toph. You, you guys are fresh on this. I, I read this like two weeks ago. Oh, did <laughs> I read you? This yesterday. <laughs> it's a really so okay. Before I get into it, I want to know. I kind of I have a feeling what Ian's gonna say, so I want to know, Ricky, what did you think about the book? I liked it because this, to me, this feels exactly like an ep- episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender. It plays out just like it kind of fits perfectly. I would love to see it animated as like just a, a standalone Avatar episode. Yep. It it kind of fits, and I think the like pacing of it is done a lot better than Toph's Metal Bending Academy. Yes. The, right. In in Toph's Metal Bending Academy, in the middle of the book, you have her and can't remember the musician guy's name. Oh, yeah. Um I don't but know. they're just like walking through the streets and it's like, okay, like, what the hell's going on? It, it's it's kind of like poor pacing. <laughs> and the action is put like right at the beginning and then like a little at the end and it's right. just kind of it's kind of weird. This has a different a definite um 
just flow to it that makes it easier to digest. Right. It right? was a fun read. It really was. And uh, I think that's what I enjoyed about it, like you said, the most is the flow. Um, but Ian, what are your thoughts on it? Be the leaf. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it. Um, it. What did you like about it? Um, I I like the artwork. Honestly, it's the artwork is way better than than Toff's Metal Bending Academy, in my opinion. I agree. Um, I, I liked, but isn't it the same artist? I think it is. And why does it look? Well, we have both books here. We yeah, can always I know. see. I th- you know if if it is the same artist, I would think it's just them taking some artistic Peter liberties. Wartman? Peter Wartman. And what's this say? Peter Wartman. Okay, yeah. so same so, artist. Same artist. Yeah, I I like the artwork on the inside of this one a lot better. Yes, yeah, so that's the yeah. Yeah, um, I was just showing them at the end of the book. There's actually a uh, coming soon with Toff's MBA. Um, it, it's interesting how storytelling, especially in, I guess, the young readers the, the section. This is where I, I found the this the young readers section. A lot of the storylines are are uh, the like the big thing with with Katara in this one is that she assumes a lot of these pirates that she ends up with, um, and and just, she just makes a snap judgment. And, right. and everyone is like, yeah, you're going to see, you're wrong, your judgment's wrong. And then at, at the end, she's like, oh, yeah, my judgment was wrong. Yeah. Sorry, I made a snap judgment. Like a lot of these a lot of these stories are like that. It's yeah. Not talking, not communicating kind of thing. It's interesting. What uh, what what uh, gripes did you have about it? That's pretty much my gripe. Really? It's just... it, it was it, – it... It it didn't really add a whole lot to the to the lore. No, it's 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 like a standalone episode. It, yeah, no, you know, it, it's, yeah. it definitely. I, I definitely could see this um, animated. It could be shoehorned into any between any episodes in season two. Honestly, yeah, it, I, I can see it. it. It definitely works as a as a uh, an episode. I think yeah, anywhere in season two. So like in between like the library, <laughs> the desert and the library. <laughs> they just throw that in there. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what the hell? Oppa's gone. Oppa's gone. <laughs> the next episode. Back? God damn it. <laughs> like, whatever. Okay. Well, oh, it's 200 anywhere. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, what's, uh, there is something that adds to the lore in this book. Um, it it. It builds on on existing lore. Should we go over just a quick synopsis of the book, real quick? Yeah, I think let's just lay out the plot, some of the the conflicts in the in the show and or in the uh, in the book, and then and then we can get into the the lore thing because I, I actually really enjoyed that lore thing part of it. Okay, so um, the gang is firing on Appa, and they get attacked by the Fire Nation. They're hoeing these the meteor things at them. The I don't know what they're they're called. hoeing. Throwing. Oh, I, I heard yeah. hoeing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. The Fire NSFW. Nation's down there twerking. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these guys hoeing over here. Oh, my goodness, guys. <laughs> um, and then Katara falls off Appa, and they can't dive down to save her because there's these giant fireballs flying all around them. Right. So she saves herself. She falls into a river. Traps herself in an iceberg and flows down the river. Ends up on the other side of a of a Fire Nation blockade that uh, barricaded this town in behind in, in the, the Earth Kingdom. Yeah, in the Earth Kingdom, she's got to find a way out of there. Um, and so she teams up with a group of of pirates who are looking for a waterbender to join their crew. 
sure enough, they and the whole time Katara was like, "You guys are pirates. You're awful. You guys suck." And like they're they're stowing away these boxes and they're stealing, they're smuggling stealing medicine. Yeah, How they're stealing you? medicine. And he, and she's like, "Trust me, Katara." The pirates like it'll it, it'll be worth all the silver in the world. Um, and then you know when she gets out, they deliver this medicine to the people, and this kid gives her a little silver silver, silver lily. Yeah, and yeah, she's it's like, not oh, a real silver you. that you yeah. thought it would be. Right. It's yeah. actually a flower. So right? yeah, and they're she, good pirates. Yeah, they're good good pirates. <laughs> it's like uh, they're good Delphine. <laughs> you, you, you ever seen Talladega Nights like Ricky Bobby? Yeah, and he's like, you know, I've honestly been thinking about selling crack, but like being nice. <laughs> Crack deal, be like, hey guys, what's up? Want some crack? <laughs> <laughs> They're nice pirates. Nice pirates. Yeah, well, and so you may be thinking, like, why would Katara join? She fell off of Oppa and she's just going to join this pirate gang to get well, out of town. It, yeah. But the reason why she does this is because the at the beginning of the book, there's a conflict between Toph and Katara because Toph thinks Katara's too soft and, and Katara Correct. thinks Toph is too hard. And everyone in the gang kind of agrees with Toph on this. Right. It's like, oh, Katara, like, you're kind of motherly. Yeah. yeah. And well, so they, and they, so when she falls off of the off of Appa and lands in this town. And has to be alone. She's like, the whole mantra she has is like, tough like Toph. Like, so she's like, I got to be tough like Toph. I got to be tough I like Toph. I think the whole thing is hilarious. Because it's completely against her her character. Right. To be tough like and, Toph. And, yeah. and also, at this point in the Avatar universe, or in the story, Toph and Kantara aren't really tight. Right. They're not tight yet. So for her to be saying that is is saying something. Right. You know what I mean? I, it's kind of like, I kind of thought this book was like a behind-the-scenes look at the dynamic between them I was thinking in the same between thing. episodes, yeah. right? Like, we yeah, get yeah. to see how Katara, like, got so solidified in being not tough like Toph. This was her experience that led to that. Right. This let her know, okay, this isn't for me. I need to be the person that I that I am and always have been. See, just – okay, just talking about this right now has me more fired up than Toph's Metal Bidding Academy. You know what I'm saying? It, I, I feel like I got more out of this, even though it was a very, it's a very short comic, very short read. I just got I, – I definitely took more out of this one than I did MBA. So there's this subplot going on with uh, – the rest of the gang going to find Katara, but on their way, like they run right into the Fire Nation, and there's this silly Fire Nation character who's like, "Stop, Avatar! I will bring glory to the Fire Nation!" And like they just like Toph just like immediately traps him. Like right. they just you know, and this guy he's a tenacious little guy. He's a really <laughs> he was a really funny like just joke character where every time. Like he breaks out twice from the and like just immediately gets captured again. Like <laughs> yeah, right. He reminded me of like a mix of like if Sokka, if Zuko had Sokka's personality. Yeah, kinda, like that's yeah. who this yeah, guy yeah. would be. He's yeah. a, he's like a big meathead. Yeah, he's like yeah. a goofy but like die hard to kill the Avatar, try to capture the Avatar, but he's goofy about it. You made a uh, Ricky made a good point that I didn't know about this. He he starts singing this uh, <laughs> the fire the fire lord fire nation anthem anthem yeah fire lord <laughs> my burn my flame burns for thee. Like, <laughs> so we that was in the episode season two of uh, the blind the, bandit. the blind bandit right. There's a uh, one of the the what are they called the underground the, the wrestlers? wrestlers? Yeah. yeah, he's like he's like Fire Nation scum or something like that, and he starts singing it, and then the boulder wrecks him. The boulder, the boulder, and uh, so they capture this guy, and their and their whole thing is that he discloses that basically the Fire Nation has been brainwashed into thinking that the Air Nomads were 
um, raising an army to take over the world. Right. So this was the point we were talking about, about adding – this is added to the war. This is what's adding to the war in this book. Um, it's touched on a bit in the headband. The headband, yeah. Where, where you know, Aang's like, oh, is that a trick question? Their air uh, nomads never had an army. They were like, ambushed. Like the, yeah. So it was an ambush then. And he got, he got like – Is that is that book – Book, that's book, book three. Book three. three. When yeah. he when they have to go to the, when Aang goes to school. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just okay. So just to clarify, that's from. So it's referenced a tiny bit in the show, but now we're getting to see the real backstory of of that. In it, it, yeah, you're you're seeing that the army actually thinks, at least some of these people in the army actually think that there was an Air Nation army that they had to quell. So this is the first time Aang learns about this, and I think in in yeah. canon. This is or in the timeline. In timeline, yeah. This is the first he's learned about it, and he's trying to convince this Fire Nation guy that it's all fake. And Sokka almost gets him. He does. Like, he he, he does, almost yeah. gets him with logic. He's like, I'm going to turn on a little Sokka charm. And I think that's when he's like, I think that's when he goes, uh, that's when he starts singing. Yeah. He goes, no, it, my Fire Lord uh, yeah. would never, never lie to me. And one, like I said earlier, uh, is that this is when Sokka's like, don't you think that they, if the fire – because he he believes two things. He believes that they're spreading, spreading prosperity and that everybody should be grateful right. and that and that they needed to extinguish the air nomads because they were trying to take over the world. Um, that's, and, what, that's what Zuko says to Ozai during the Day of Black Sun. He's like, when we grew up, you told us the war was a way of spreading our prosperity. What a terrific lie that was. Well, Sozin, the rest of the world hates us. Sozin says that to yes, Roku. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like that that was his – reasoning for for invading is to to spread their prosperity i think sozin not sozin or yeah no i think sozin actually really believed that though no i think no, so i think, I think he sozin, used it as a as an excuse for conquest and power i think sozin believed in it in the same way that hitler believed in his mission right right okay, to, okay you have to you have to make people believe that you believe in it right because otherwise right. they won't right okay. exactly that makes sense exactly but you see I mean that goes to show how long this seed has been planted right. in the it, – it's not just like one day they woke up and they're like, oh, no. It's been a long-going propagated thing. I, I've said that word before and I'm not sure if it's propagated? a real – If it's I a real propagated, word. yeah. That, so it's it's interesting if you, th- if you think about it. So if uh, – so Sozin watches Roku – I just I just pulled this out of my head just now. So Sozin watches Roku die. So he knows that the that the next avatar is going to be air. Air. So what be, what better lie to tell than the air nomads have an army and they have the avatar. Right. And they're like, going to they're going to conquer the world. And they're going to conquer the world because they have the the next avatar who's going to be air, blah 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 blah. That, well, and then the guy says the guy that they captured too, the Fire Nation soldier, he's like when Appa shows up and <laughs> bites oh, yeah. him, and spits him out into a tree. He goes. <laughs> he goes. See, you have a flying bison. Of course, you take over the world. You have a flying beast. Right. Right. You know, and like that. They just they they somehow believe that the air nomads are just this big, scary, op group of of people living upside down. And, and I mean, they are kind of op. <laughs> uh, yeah, They're they kind are kind of op. op. <laughs> but it's kind of weird to turn that around so quick because we see in Kyoshi that. The Arab nomads were literally a sign of good luck. Like people, even in the Fire Nation, when they go there, everyone's like Jinpa, what's up? Right. Like but they love Jinpa because they're nomads, and they and the the they say they'll often give them messages and stuff. They openly welcome them people into the house. So to be able to 
twist that so quickly. We're talking about 100 years, though. But, okay, so the uh, in Kiyoshi, what was the – I can't think of the, the Fire Lord. Uh, uh, Zoryu. Zoryu. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he passed down the hatred of the Avatar. Like Correct. That, that, it, starts, it starts from there. Correct. It kind of, yeah, it really the, does. The seed of, it really does. Of you just see how how he wants he wants his reign to be he doesn't want anyone putting him in check. Right. He wants total power. And right. he's like the Avatar's a problem. Same with Sozin. Right. The Avatar was a problem for Sozin too. Well he wanted to do whatever he wanted to do yeah. because he was that the Fire Lord and as in in all the the right. in the books that we've read with the I can't the I can't think of his name. Zoryu? Uh no, the uh, Ozai. Ozai. He's he when he's talking to, to Zuko, he's saying, you know, your your uh word is, is law because you're the fire lord. Right. It's you're the fire lord. What you say goes. And so, Sozin was probably like, you know what my grandfather was saying? He's right. Right. I fuck the Avatar. Yeah, fuck like, the Avatar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and then we're seeing all of that come into basically being represented on like in in a Fire Nation soldier in, yeah. in right. the book, yes. like all of this backstory on how people got brainwashed, it's like kind of represented on right. this one soldier. Right? <laughs> Do we overanalyze Avatar? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, I love it. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's our show. job here on the on the CCP. <laughs> oh man, I have a, a quick aside. I have a supervisor that just finished the series, and he's like, "So what?" So what do you like so much about Avatar? And I'm like, mm, shouldn't have said that. And then I responded with a, <laughs> just a text wall. And I was like, I warned you. He never responded. <laughs> you ain't ready for these depths, boy. You ain't ready for this. <laughs> I'm taking you out to the deep end, boy. <laughs> Catch me every week. Captain Guard Podcast. If you really want to know what I think, you should have handed him a flyer. Like He knows about the show. Does he? Yeah, yeah. That's why he's watching this series. He's like, I just want to hear your stupid podcast. You know what he's I love? a hater. You know what I loved about the, about, uh, the pirates in this book? Um, so just to clarify, they used to be like actual pirates, like Delphi kind of pirates. Uh-huh. And then they the, the Hundred Year War happened. Now they're just like stealing to provide for their people. Right. So right. They're, they're using their pirate skills. But what I liked about them is that they actually like – there's a picture of them on the back of the book. They look – Dow Fires, they look, like yeah. like yeah. like the little yeah. kid over here, like that's what Lek looks like to me, right? You know, yeah. from Kyoshi. I was like, I was thinking the exact same fucking thing. Yeah, like they look Dow Fi. They they look legit, like pirates. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah, I like how there's a reference to the waterbending school. He's like, oh, you're a waterbender with hair loopies. <laughs> my uh, my cousin, uh, someone stole a waterbending school from them, and she's like, she's like, mind your business. <laughs> yeah, right. Or like she throws a water spike at the table. Yeah. And she's like, shut up, basically. Right. Be tough like Toph. I got to say, Katara is super OP in this book, dude. She just shreds everybody. Right. And and there's this really cool scene in the book where so she when she falls out of Appa right at the beginning of the book, she lands in this water and she's like, like she sinks. It's, like it's like a like a lake or like a river that she sinks into and she forms an ice ball around her. Right. She does the That ang. is so she does cool. An yeah. Yeah. She does an ang thing and she yeah. forms an ice ball and then she like ricochets off of the walls and then lands on the shore somewhere yeah. and then she's safe. But I was like, we had never seen that in the show, I don't believe. Well, when in, in the last fight, the the ball, the, the, the ice ball. She, ice puts ball. she doesn't do that in one in Siege of the North. Oh, that's And right. he's she like, does. you she found does. a master and he blows out. She puts him in like a big ice ball. Oh, okay. But so like she the, uses it. the water thing, uh, she uses to like soften her landing. Oh, yes, we the, do see that. We see that in the the Sozin's comic. She creates like a water spire to help 
soften her fall. Aang. Aang does, yeah, Aang, Aang yeah. does that when he gets. When it's he gets, awesome. It's so like so his badass. hand movements. Yeah, yeah. 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 Are so awesome. we know he learned that from Katara because Katara does it in the book. And it, it yeah, head cannon, head cannon. <laughs> It's a it's a really dope book, dude. I actually really enjoyed it, and uh, for all the reasons Ian doesn't like it, no, I, just I, goes to I, show I, that Ian's. I didn't just I didn't dislike it. I didn't dislike it. Damn I it! I know, I know, I know. I just like giving you. But uh, Austin and I were both both coming off of it. We were like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was it was a good read when I when I sent you the text. I was like, you guys should read this. It's a it's a really quick, easy read. It doesn't really add too much. Like it it just kind of expands on a little bit of lore. And it and it's a it's a little episode in season two. It's, it's, yeah, it's well, a, like Rocky was saying, the main thing is that for at least what I took out of it was that backstory from uh, how how the Fire Nation soldiers believe that the Air Nomads are bad. Right, that's, that's like the probably main the biggest thing. piece of lore that came out of it, or or world building. I like how when they're when the when they find this Fire Nation soldier and they're trying to rationalize with them, like Katara's lost. They don't. She's 14. These guys right. are like 12, 13, 14 and 16 or whatever. And they're like, eh, let's let's change this this Fire Nation soldier's opinion of, of me." It's Sokka's like, "Yeah, my sister my sister can wait. She's okay. <laughs> She's tough. Yeah. She's tough. She can handle her. She own. can handle it." Sokka is so funny in this He's book, a good though, one. Dude, He's dude. a good one. Uh what one thing that confused me is like they dress up as Earth Kingdom soldiers to move out of the fire nation blockade like i'm like what's going on here well the pirate talks about it in that they the pirates don't even like the earth kingdom uh uh army because they've kind of helped the fire nation in a way right they like have like a a, like a truce in a way okay and so she's like she's like screw them we're not a part of them we just need to use them as a disguise right yeah which is actually a kind of Kind of crappy. Like, I didn't know that the fire, that the Earth Kingdom, well, and another thing she says is like, the Earth Kingdom soldiers don't care about us. They close off their walls to bossing, say, and haven't helped us since. So we're just using, you know, the, like, there, there's this like uh, discord between them and the Earth Kingdom. You know what? It's the same as, uh, as the Water Tribe. Cause that's what they, that's what the South says about the North. They're yes. like, when we went out and fight, the South, the North hid behind their walls. Yes, right. which Hit we see it. in North and South, those, yeah. like the comics. Hmm, some common themes being mm. thrown back. You, dude, if you really want to know Avatar, you like have to read these comics. Right. Like there's so much. They add so much to the story. Yeah. I mean, not so much. I think a as, lot of it is, is whole, what we're putting together is what we stitch together. Like as a know? whole, it adds so much. Well, I think they made it hoping that somebody like us would go through and pick all of the pieces and put them together and make it one big they were definitely thinking we yeah. need Austin to to, to, to view all this. <laughs> Your hero has arrived. They're waiting for us to drop this episode. They really they're are. gonna be like, "Did they like it?" <laughs> Dark, I really not. hope they liked it. I'm, I'm waiting for Dark Horse to, to shoot me a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, but real quick on that, this is kind of a side note. You said Dark Horse is not going to be doing the Avatar comics, right? Or yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh, they're still doing it. There's, okay, yeah. it's just not for av- for a comic book day. It's not through Dark. Horse. Yeah, it's through Dark Horse. Oh, yeah. I, I misunderstood. But I think they're I think they're making like actual comic books, not not like graphic, graphic novels. novels. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's okay. typically what they do on Free Comic Book Day. It's it's yeah. just generally yeah. Yeah. 
another favorite scene I have from this, which is a, a Reddit post that we put up uh, earlier uh, yesterday, is uh, you, you know from from uh, what what season is season it? one of Korra. Yeah, season when one. Korra, first, like one of the first couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. She's it got is, that uh, sassy. It's the first episode. It's the yeah the first episode <laughs> when oh she gets when uh, Lim Bei Fong arrests her and Tenzin bails her out. <laughs> yeah, and then Lim Bei Fong says, "I'm watching you," and does that like two finger motion yeah. there, and then and then Katara or Korra, Korra does it back. Katara actually does that in the book too to one of the Earth to Fire Nation soldiers. Yeah, and or uh, no, the pirate. Was it's it a, a pirate? She does it to pirate. the pirate. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like the lead pirate guy, the guy that accuses her of of stealing the scroll. You yeah. know what's interesting yeah. about this is that the the lead pirate's guy's name is Two to you. Isn't that the same name as as one of the Dao the Yellow Necks? Um, Zhu or is it? It's T-U in this one. Oh, no. Oh, Different it, name. Is it X-U in Kyoshi? Different name, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, these Delphi share the same name. No, that was just like a regular merchant. They don't say... No, nah, I don't think they were the same name. Okay. And he wasn't Delphi. Well, no, we keep no, saying no. Delphi, but pi- pirates. Mm, he wasn't a pirate. They're Delphi. I mean, I mean I they're basically Delphi. They're the same thing, right? I mean... This came to, out before... Tagaka, aren't they Delphi? Yeah. The Fifth Nation? They're yeah. considered Delphi, so... Yeah. I guess at some point these you could have called these guys Delphi unless Kyoshi like abolished them, abolished the Delphi. I think Delphi is just a term for outlaw. Yeah, a broad term. Right? Yeah, pirate. So if you hear us say the word Delphi, it's not specific to Kyoshi or the lineage of those Delphi, just outlaws in general. Yeah. yeah. You know, if I lived in the Avatar universe, I w- I'd like to think that I'd be like a cool Delphi. No, you wouldn't. But I'd probably – I'd be like a cabbage merchant. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Constantly getting rocked. My cabbage is. Poor cabbage merchant. Hey, it worked out well for that guy, you know? What is it? Cabbage Enterprise? Cabbage, cabbage Corp. Cabbage Corp. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, when the Avatar, you know, fucked off. I just Not. yeah right. <laughs> I just love that everything is like so industrialized that even the cabbage merchant has like this industrial operation that he that he they're, runs. Then they're the feature industry's rival, aren't they? Yeah, Are they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, For and f- so is. Uh, well, no, I don't think Varric is either. Is he's a rival too? Well, Varric he until he, he invests in the invests company. in feature industries. <laughs> yeah, in the in the rift, they they talk about that. When, sorry, sorry. The the episode where you first meet King Booby, and I think that's when they first destroy the cabbage cart. He's like, off with their heads, one for each head of cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody has loved the cabbage as much as the cabbage merchant. That's for sure. I want a girl that looks at me the way Cabbage Man looks at his cabbages. Yeah, right. Okay, two things. He needs a name, and he needs his own standalone book. We, that would be hilarious. Oh my God. I would love that. <laughs> just every single time, like, dude. I went through the book, just Aang goes through his cabbages. Like, God damn it! It's just kids. like the Chronicles of the Cabbage Cart. <laughs> He's having like merchant. nom flashbacks, like of his cabbages <laughs> waking up destroyed. in cold sweats. <laughs> Maybe <My> cabbages. <laughs> imagine, imagine Avatar Studios that they finally announced what animated movie, and it's like cabbage. It's the cabbage. It's movie. the cabbage movie <laughs> in a world, <laughs> one man, one cart. <laughs> in a world surrounded by, by magnificent beings that can bend elements. We're not going to talk about any of that. <laughs> We're here to talk about cabbages, dude. It's possible. It's it's. We have Avatar to get, Studios to get a, if if they did like a little standalone comic like this about the cabbage guy, I would totally buy it. Well, I'm you know sure. what Pixar does with their little shorts. 
They could do something. That's kind of like what that. I'm hoping they, they could do. do a little cabbage short. You know, that'd be cool. That'd I mean, yeah, if cool. they're gonna be throwing out content like with a whole studio, it's definitely in the realm of possibilities. Let's champion this. Let's start on, a poll. Come on, Brightle. Let's, let's do this. Let's get let's get the attention of Avatar Studios and say this is what the fan wants. This is what the fans need. At least three of your fans. <laughs> <laughs> your biggest fans. Arguably the biggest fans, dude. I don't think anybody does it like we do it, man. Like we go in hard on the Avatar stuff. Yeah, I'm I consume Avatar so much. It's every single day. It really is. Every single day we're in the group chat. There's not a single day that goes by where I'm not forced to think about Avatar. Yep, for yeah. better or worse. For better or worse. <laughs> and uh, you know, this is something that uh, we something really cool that we learned recently is that our number one fan, Jesse G. On Instagram, she actually gets her avatar news from this podcast. Hell yeah. Right? That was so cool to me. Cause it's really when... weird because I get all of my avatar news from Jesse G. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely fills in the gaps on all the things we do, so that's good. And then we just never address them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. We're never going to we correct talk it. About it. We'll bring no. that up next uh, next episode. Right? Well, <laughs> we hope we hope we are a source of Avatar news for our, our listeners. Um, when we drop the episodes between recording, it's like a week later. So sometimes I feel like, oh, maybe that's old news by the time it releases. But no, we're happy if we can be a source of news for uh, the Avatar fandoms out there. And uh, we kind of take it upon ourselves to do the homework so that other people don't have to. Right. That's the whole point. That's the whole point of reading uh, Pirate Silver. Uh, first of all, we wanted to, but also like we have an obligation to, you know. And like uh, I'm really actually glad that we did. And I think did we end, did we say how this book ends ends yet, or do we get to the conclusion of the of the story? It not. doesn't really uh, end. I it doesn't really did. end like solidly because obviously the story continues with this with the show. Well, we did. They deliver the medicine, and and she gets the silver lily, and you find out oh, the, you know, they were smuggling stuff to help out this Earth Kingdom village, not not for wealth. They weren't really cheating it, and then. The gang meets back up with Katara, and she's like, "I joined a gang of pirates." And like, they're like, "They're no, like, you're no, you didn't. No, you There's didn't. no way you didn't." But then the pirate leader chick, uh, like Zhang or something, what's her name? Zhang. Zhang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's like, Katara. Just so you know, you're an honorary member of our group. You can you can come join us whenever you want. Be a pirate whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Yo because ho, the... yo ho, pirates <laughs> life for me. The because uh, the whole the whole premise of the pirate thing is that they're stealing something from an from a quote unquote earth kingdom right. stronghold that really the situation is that the fire nation is not allowing this medicine to get out to the earth kingdom right. so the pirates are stealing it from an earth kingdom town but really they're stealing it from the fire nation and katara doesn't know that until they're on the ship already defeated the fire nation right that they're actually stealing medicine right and and they're giving that to the people and in return they're getting silver flower lilies which only grow in this area this region of the earth kingdom it's it's done out of the kindness of their hearts it's very robin hood-esque yeah yeah they're using their skill set as pirates to then benefit the people during the hundred year war right which is cool yeah she uh zhang says something cool in there uh she's like yeah we're we're pirates but we're also earth kingdom yeah citizens yeah so these are these are my people i'm like yeah that's fucking cool that's that's fucking cool and they're like after this war is done, though, we're going to go do pirates. We'll go back and do pirate shit. Yeah. The artwork in this book is so cool, dude. I'm looking at a page right now where Katara is waterbending. Oh, yes. takes out the entire, like, She takes out, like, a, like a ship. Yeah. Like, yeah. a whole ship. And she's, like, and it's just, like, you just see this big crash uh, 
uh, text in the background and just chaos everywhere. And it's just because like, Katara's using one waterbending move on yeah, him. right. Just neutralizes everybody. Katara OP. Katara's OP. You really see how strong she is in this comic. Like, it's actually it's actually really good for Katara. Katara or Toph, who would win? Never mind, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just do a... <laughs> this episode is just uh, Katara and the Pirate's... Silver slash Avatar Showdown Part Two. We just go in the hour just doing, just doing who'd win. We're definitely gonna revisit that. There's so much. There's so many more competitions. Of what would happen battles. if I fought? I would. would I like, mean, they kind of Qatar make their a little, or would would Toph make uh, like mud? Would they? Well, both, they've would done they that both before. Mud bend. They've both. They've both fought in mud before. In the, when the, on, when on they're the training, Aang. And then and in the drill. Yeah, they and they use it to. Uh, uh, yep, that's true. Clog the poopy Do pipe. They... <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. <laughs> they like so is is Toph moving the the dirt and yeah. Katara moving the water? Yes. So because they're it's doing a joint effort, yeah. joint effort. Yeah. Mm, that's cool. It's cool to see bending work together like that. Or or can can they can Toph bend mud because because it's it has dirt in it and then Katara can bend it because it has water in it. Yeah, they can both bend mud. But are they bending the water? Yes. And yes. The... Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what. Do you happening. understand what I like? I understand what you're saying. Okay. This is, that to me seemed really obvious. What was going? The why they could both bend that, bend mud. Well, I was thinking that the reason that they were bending mud is because they're both bending the element. That's what I. I think would. Too. I would imagine that if Katara would bend the mud, it would. She would be bending the water out of the mud. I feel like or there's with a, the mud or supporting the mud. Yeah, but right. if I feel like if Katara was covered, I think there's a scene where she's covered in mud and she just goes and and bends it all off her. I don't know about that. I think it's like a non-Newtonian fluid, Newtonian fluid that's like solid and a liquid. You, you know, you it's, think my intelligence too high to know what Newtonian means? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> Is it kind of like lava bending? Where you have to have a water bending and an earth bending parent. Not everybody agrees with that theory, by the way. Really? I posted this on Reddit, this discussion. Really? Yes. And not everybody agrees with that. It's kind of like 50-50. Why? Because there's really nothing that supports it other than these are the comments, right? This is not, don't right. shoot the messenger. I don't want you guys to get up and choke me across the table. Okay? I'm not ready to right now. Because so. I agree with it. But the comments are, it's like, you don't, basically the main, the main thing is like, oh, well, the avatar can do it. So you don't have to have a Fire Nation and an Earth Kingdom. But the Avatar also yeah, bends fire. Make sense. I, I know. I I know. The I know. Avatar can bend all elements. I, I yeah. Except for it's Aang. Just, he never just, became a metal bender. I want to know me. these commenters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at the playground. Maybe at the playground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lava bend at you. It's a whole nother other episode of Avatar <laughs> whole, Showdown. I don't whole, think, nother, whole nother other? I don't think... Uh, <laughs> Did I say that? Hold another. <laughs> I don't think a firebender could lava bend though, because lava magma is molten rock. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's got a physical property of it. <laughs> I have no idea how we're, we're going got deep here. down the we're rabbit going, hole now. <laughs> we're talking more about lava bending than we did all, in Toss all Metal I, Bending all Academy. I, all we do is wind up Ricky. We just wind him up with this random shit and just <laughs> let, let him just let, let him, him go. go. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a Beyblade, right? You just rip it and he just. <laughs> What it rip? We did. Uh, we did miss one big part of the canon here, and that's the introduction of the Croco kitten. 
The Crocokin. A, yeah, a, right. An animal we've never seen before, right. which starts out like a little kitty with, with, with crocodile scales on its back, and then as it grows, it becomes more crocodilian. <laughs> crocodilian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually a term, crocodilian. Crocodilian. And, uh, and, uh, and, uh, yeah, uh, and Sokka's Steve, like, Steve Irwin says that. Oh, oh crikey, crocodilian, oh yeah. <laughs> well, you want to talk about way overanalyzing. Sokka goes into this whole thing about how a crocodile kitten can beat a platypus bear, and he's like, well, maybe not a full-size platypus but bear, a medium but a me- yeah, like a half-grown. Half so basically, they're doing <laughs> Avatar showdowns in this. Yeah. You know, they're like, who would win? All the while, his sister is lost. Yeah, right? <laughs> eh, yeah, fuck Katara. She's all right. Well, you know what I liked about this is that Sokka, it showed how he's very supportive. He's like, you know what? I can tell this is important to you. And this is almost verbatim. He goes, I can tell that this is important to you to change this Fire Nation soldier's mind. So we'll stay and do it. So Katara's just on her own after falling hundreds of feet off of Vapa. <laughs> <laughs> they had no idea she landed in a river she, and was able she to She could have landed on a freaking <laughs> yeah, rock. <laughs> She's all right. She's, she's on the beach with like a broken back. Can't move. Help me, help me, guys! I can't move. Yeah, they had no idea, but for some reason, just in their in their twelve to fourteen year old minds, they're like, "She's fine. She's all right." <laughs> she's like, "Wow, I wish there was a healer in our group, but I can't move my arms." So, <laughs> you know what? When I, uh, I'm happy to know when I first read this because I saw the preview pages and it shows uh, Katara falling off of Appa. And I'm like, there is no way that Aang would let her fall. He would dive down. But the fireballs make sense. Like, when I read it, I was like, okay, they're surrounded by – he literally couldn't. You know, they were being bombarded. I mean, I don't know. He he did not unlock his last chakra because he thought Katara was in danger. Right. So – I mean, she was. uh, She was. But – she was also in danger here. I, I don't know. It, is it against his character to to fly off? I don't know. I, I think what we're seeing I is mean, a they, developing character. Could be. They yeah. flew down. I mean, you know, they escaped. I don't know. Did they see Katara land? No. Well, <laughs> that's what I love about that's what I love about Avatar. They're like, dude, she's though. dead. <laughs> <laughs> At least Sarkis like, yeah, she's fine. Uh, that's what I love about Avatar characters, though, is that they're not static. Like, like things don't go against their character. It's just like we see that they uh, have a development in their right. character, and, and that there's conflicts personally that they deal with. Like how Katara all of a sudden is deciding that she wants to be tough, like Toph. Well, I think it, yeah, the in the in the story in the the canon or the timeline, I think how Katara acts in this in this book is very true to her character. I, she makes snap judgments. She does that to. Uh, to Toph, she uh, so she's she's learning from her her mistakes of making a snap judgment. Yeah. I uh, I I did. Thank you for reminding me of this. I will say about these two books. I don't think I think both times they've solidly stayed true to the characters that are in it. I really don't think you're talking about Toph's and BA and Pirate yes, Silver. Right? Yes, right. I think I think they've done a good job of really not not. Acting out of character for the characters we see. Right. Um, yeah, they do things that you're like. Maybe, maybe mm. Aang's, Aang and, and Katara and the Pirate Silver is a little off, but their justification and kind of reasoning behind it still makes sense. I can still like, I can uh, see how he would stop and be like, mm, I want to talk to this guy yeah. and change his mind a little and bit. And he just found out, like, the Fire Nation, he goes, What did you just say? Right. Are you kidding me? Right. No, that's that's a complete, you know, and right. he's probably really hurt, you know. It makes sense, and even 
even Sokka says that. He's like, I can tell you care a lot about this. Right. Like, you know, and that that is in Aang's character. And I think they've done a good job with these, uh, keeping keeping the characters right. And that makes me excited for Suki alone, the next standalone novel to come out. Cause when's that coming out? That's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? Um, yeah, I, I think so. May, sometime April? this summer. Or yeah, 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 yeah. So that'll be a fun one. And we've already knocked out NBA and Katara's Pirate Silver. So really when it comes ex- out, we'll do really it. excited for that. Because I like Suki, and and the cover has her and Kiyoshi behind her, and and it's gonna be her in in the boiling rock. Come on. I'm hoping we learn more yeah. more uh, more backstory on the Kiyoshi Warriors in that one. I, re- I really hope they touch on that. Yep. Even just a little bit would be cool because there's so much. I mean, they have to, don't they? they, I mean, you're doing a Suki alone, a Suki standalone graphic novel, and you're not going to talk about the Kiyoshi Warriors. Kiyoshi's on the cover. Yeah, it's definitely going to. Yeah, that's be an element of it. So one thing I wanted to touch on real quick, too, is that like uh, when this Fire Nation soldier that's trapped, by the way, Toph like does that thing where she just creates like a. A, a cone around them, rock, yeah, like Ozai, Ozai and Zahir. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, Zahir too. Yeah, like she does that to this Fire Nation soldier. He gets out of it, and he's like, "Death to the Avatar!" And she just does it again. No, and no, that's when Appa comes in. Oh and, yeah, that's when Appa comes spits in. Spits him out. Yeah, but uh, he, he he, there's a leaf that's falling down that's about to hit this guy in the head, the Fire Nation soldier, and Aang <laughs> airbends it away, and he goes, "Get out of here with your airbending powers, you demon!" Like <laughs> yeah, like he calls him a like demon airbending, and he goes, "Well, when Aang is like, he's like, no, this is air." Bending and is part of the balance of our world. Yeah. Speaking of which, he's a firebender. That's definitely more <laughs> demon-like. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. you know, he's yeah. like, I spit like he he starts burning down that forest, you know, when he when he first firebends and then right. and then they put it out. Like, I think you're more along the lines of demon. Well, you like you were I mean? saying, everybody was so true to their character in this. Like Katara going through something that's out of character, but learning from it to become the character that we know her right. by the end of this of the series. Like Aang's like all about balance. Sokka's goofy and trying to be charming, right? Toph's tough, and yeah. she says, "She says I'm just more shoot from the hip than you are. Like I'm more of a straight shooter." Yeah, I like the where she's first Katara's first like be tough like Toph, and she. Spits, Spits yeah. and then and then the, the two guys are like, "Don't people from the yeah. water tribe have any manners?" <laughs> they're uncultured she's like, water tribe. I guess that works. Like, <laughs> you know, they're all offended. Yeah, you got pirates. She's offending pirates by spitting on the ground. It's hilarious. <laughs> Trying to be tough like top, baby. <laughs> I like that because it's like it's like. Uh, Ember Ireland players, where they're like, I'm called tough, because it sounds like tough. <laughs> <laughs> right? Tough like tough. Tough like tough. She like, it's like a mantra that she keeps saying to herself while she's yeah. dealing with these pirates. And it, we mentioned it before, but it is important because at this time, Toph and Katara were still butting heads in the gang. Um, so the fact that she put that in her mind anyway kind of speaks that she's going to eventually come around and, and it speaks about Toph's influence on Katara, even though at the time they weren't exactly seeing eye to eye. You know what they I'm saying? They don't really resolve that until season three, right? Yeah, when they, when they the, when they're scamming the, Fire, scam Nation. the Fire Nation. Yeah, yeah, at the end of that. And oh then, well, the best. Oh yeah. Will you write when she asked her to write a letter to her parents? That's when it's like that's yeah. conflict resolved. Yeah. And Sokka tells her that like Katara is the only. Face. He he doesn't he, he doesn't remember his his, his mother's mother. face. He when he thinks of a mother, he thinks of Katara. Yeah, that hits different. Yeah, Tear, that teardrop. Hits, that hits different. Teardrop. <laughs> oh man, the show goes so deep sometimes, dude. It really yeah. does. It really does. Yeah. 
Um, I think w- let's do uh, like final thoughts, kind of wrap up the show today. You guys think so? Um, I think I'll say definitely pick this guy up. Easy 20-minute read. I read it once yesterday, and like immediately when I was done, I was like, I could go through that again before the show. I didn't, but <laughs> <laughs> I could go through it again because it's, it's quick and easy, and the pacing is done really well. That right. it just it just goes by, and you're like, all right, that was cool. Yeah, you know, it played through like like you said, like a like a like an episode. Yeah, it was a fun little little episode that you just got to read. Yep, and uh, definitely definitely worth picking up because absolutely you get I a mean, bunch of the, it. Doesn't look like we said off mic, right? You just it doesn't look. For, it doesn't help the story going forward so much, but it is giving us some backstory, mm-hmm. right? Uh, from Avatar canon, and and so for that reason alone, it's worth reading. So you uh, you picked it up this week. How much was it? Oh, like fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. Okay, okay. Yeah. So fifteen bucks. Um, if you if you like picking up the Avatar comics, that's that's a reasonable price. What are your final or, thoughts on it, Ian? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> Ian was about to sneeze. About to I sneeze. saw it. <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> he's holding, and then you asked him a question. Ian, what's her, what are your thoughts? And he's holding in a sneeze. You know, <laughs> it's like the worst feeling ever. It's like ah, I like the book. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I I liked it. It it was it was an Avatar episode. Yeah, you know, it was I I. It reminds me of uh, what is that episode where Katara is the the. Uh, Lake Spirit. Oh, the Spirit. Oh, lake. yes, yes. So yes. it reminds me of that episode. Just kind of a, a in between there, right? Episode that that shall, focuses on Avatar filler episode. Uh, Avatar Adventure episode Avatar Adventure. is how we because there's no such thing as a filler episode <laughs> in Avatar. Maybe just Tales of Bossing State, probably. Okay, but even that one. So yeah, it, yeah one it, of the it, best ones. It was. It's definitely like that. The uh, Water Spirit episode of Katara. So just a Katara focused episode with yeah. the gang there, but yep. you know, yeah. doing stuff. Yeah. Um we we said before we would be comparing this to Toph's MBA just because they're doing they're doing Katara, Toph, and Suki standalones. That's kind of their project right now. Um I I like this a lot better than the Metal Bending Academy. Yeah. I thought I just I it was just a more fun story, more cohesive, I felt. The artwork is amazing. The artwork it I don't know. I don't know why the artwork is so much better in this book than it is. I wouldn't say so much better, but like, you know what I mean? It's definitely it's different. Cleaner. Mm-hmm. It's cleaner. Yes, that that's, that looks cleaner for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I think with Toffs MBA, they may be like trying different things, trying to keep it fresh. And you know, for us, it didn't really translate very well. But but if they're trying to keep things fresh then that's a good sign right yeah you know so whether or not top you know just just top nba is different doesn't mean that uh that that everything like that's going to be bad you know i, I mean, it makes me actually more excited for the for the next yeah, I'm, stuff i'm excited out. for suki yeah, yeah see what they yeah. do for that i think and we made jokes about this where tops metal building academy kind of kind of fails is the most interesting part is when sun joins the metal bending academy as a lava as a magma bender lava bender and then that's where the the, the story ends, like yeah. that's the most interesting part. Yeah. And then it's like the end. Yeah, this, the to be continued. The Pirate Silver is a complete story. It's a complete episode. Yep. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah, it really yeah, is. you're right. Start you're to right. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. You get the resolution at the end, and Sokka's like. You're the coolest sister ever. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. And then that's how it ends. Yeah. And and by the way, just to add a, a little uh, end of the they they never convinced the Fire Nation 
a soldier to never that no. that he's that Aang's not evil. They never do that. Like yeah. he's still die hard on that. He's still stuck in that. Katara freezes him because he gets murked three times in the in the story. At the very end, he's like, "I'll get you, Avatar," oh, and then Katara right. puts him in an ice pillar, and he's like, "I'll never stop hunting you." And the ice breaks, and he just falls into the water. Like <laughs> it's total. It's, you could see that. You yeah, see, like yes, you, I saw yes. the whole scene play yes. out like an episode. <laughs> it's it's. I I really like this just because of that. I was like, "This is so Avatar." Yeah, this is such an Avatar episode that that uh, I really like. So I loved it. But on that note, I think we can probably wrap it up. Yep. Uh, Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the Cabbage Guard podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. You ready to get out of here? Let's do it. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Ricky, fans have been demanding it. Let's give it to them. The Cabbage Cart sexy intro. Oh, yeah. You know what time it is. It's the Cabbage Cart where we discuss all things Avatar. Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. (laughs) 